does the WWE break from the mold of, well, there's no way that, you know, you your title holder loses before Mania. Right. You know, cause It hasn't happened. It has not happened, and it could always lead to him dropping it, either both belts or just one. You know, I don't know how they're doing it. Sure. Because, and you could have him... Because then you can have Cody versus Sammy at WrestleMania. Face versus face, hear me out. Because then that leads, like I said before, now you have your Rock versus Roman. You don't have to worry yeah. about Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Sweet Chin Musings. I am your host, the reigning, rarely defending, highly disputed champion of wrestling podcasts, Mike Mueller. With me, as always, is my tag team partner in crime, the Andre the Giant to my Haku, our colossal connection, <laughs> Mr. Luke Kudialis. How you doing, Luke? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for asking. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have another pair of super kicks locked, cocked, and ready to rock your eardrums, so let's get into it, shall we? We shall. On today's episode, we're going to talk about all things WWE leading into the Elimination Chamber headed on to our road to WrestleMania, as well as rebooking three Royal Rumbles, which have happened in the past, that had great concepts, but failed a little bit in their finish and their execution. A little bit of fun trip down memory lane for everybody. But uh, before we get into that, let's talk about the current state of affairs. Where we got WWE, Elimination Chamber, the last stop before... Uh, WrestleMania. It's in Montreal. We got a huge, huge main event along with two other. Main... I got a title defense. <laughs> Luke... I got a title defense oh. as well. Luke has a title to defend. Sure. It's over his shoulder right now. He's, as it should be. He's repping the strap, and uh, as he should, exactly as you should. You earned that, and you should be repping That's right. it. And before one, we get... uh, one best two out of three. Uh... What was a seven card uh, stud? Seven card stud. Yes, yeah. he did. He earned that. It so. was a draw, and he got it. Trip nines, take it down, baby. Is that what won it? That's was that the last it. one? That was trip the last nines. one. Trip nines. Oh, can't complain with that. Right. That was good stuff, and he's earned that belt, and he's repping it proudly. Uh, shout out to Jorah and Molly Indeed. and Danimal and all those great people. Uh, Spencer, who was boof. there? Big boof. Big boof. Boofer. <laughs> Avison was there. Uh, and of course, Kinsey, all those great people that are there with us for all of those major events. Also want to give a quick shout out to Chris and Monica, yep. who I just met very recently. Uh, we got to talk a lot. I turned them on to this podcast. They've been listening to the archives, and I just want to give them a big That's shout awesome. out. Thank you so much for being new listeners. Very, very cool. But let's talk about what's happening right now. We've got the Elimination Chamber. It's in Montreal. We've got a Men's Elimination Chamber for the U.S. title a women's elimination chamber where the winner gets to face uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, at that's WrestleMania. a really interesting stipulation. How they kind of like owner. Yeah, it's I I like it. I I do like it instead of it just being for the title because it really leaves the possibility of anybody winning. We do also have Roman versus Sammy and uh, Edge and Beth versus Judgment Day. Also Bobby versus Brock. I want to end. Well, we got to end with Roman and Sammy. Yes. Uh, 
until we get to that point, let's uh, let's tail end it with the Elimination Chamber matches. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the women's. Uh, like I said, the winner of this is going on to face Bianca Belair yeah. at uh, WrestleMania. We've got three SmackDown contestants, three Raw contestants. We've got Liv Morgan, Natalia, and Raquel Gonzalez from SmackDown. And then you've got Asuka, Liv Morgan, and Nikki Cross from Raw. And I've seen a lot of people saying that it's got to be either Asuka, Liv, or Nikki Cross just because it's a Raw thing. I don't necessarily see it being that cut and dry, but I'm curious where you see the women's elimination chamber going. It's really interesting because, you know, reading how we got there, right? Knowing that, um, you know, the Royal Rumble winner chose the SmackDown champion, so okay, obviously we're going to go with, you know, it makes sense to have an elimination chamber to set up uh, Bianca Belair's challenger, even though, you know, they didn't really have a front runner for her to feud with. Um, You know, with... They're kind of filling it out, you know, multiple brands, right? You have a few people from SmackDown, a few people from Raw, sure. uh, the challenge for it. it's, And then you have, you know, Carmella coming back. You um, kind of leads to... You have a nice, fresh mix in here, right? You have Liv as one of the former champion, yep. you know, for uh, the SmackDown championship. Yep. So that would be interesting. Um, Nikki Cross, you know, going back from, you know, uh, almost a superhero, you know, back to the, you know, craze. Um I know you're big on Raquel Rodriguez. You know, it would Very be a great big. way for her to um, get some shine, yeah. right? Um, especially leading up, you know, to a match at WrestleMania. Um, Carmella with the big return, you know, I yeah. would say big return. Well, but, you but know, big enough. Big enough, for sure. Um, Natalia, it, which is the tried, true veteran, right? Sure. Um, you know, she's going to be solid. She's going to be solid. She's going to, you know, she's definitely going to shine. She's going to, you know, obviously she's in there for a reason. One, obviously she's a veteran. But two, there's got to be some. I don't know how safe of a wrestler she is. I don't know like, what the word is, but there has to be someone with there as well. Um, they want to be put her in these matches. Yeah. Obviously, if she weren't, you know, yeah. able to. I feel protect. like she's a pretty safe person to work right. with. I haven't heard anything about her hurting people. No. Or anything like that. I would that. have to look into that, right? Yeah. You know. Um. But then obviously, I'm my front runner. Um. Personally, is Asuka. Yeah. You know, the last kind of, you know, um. If I would have to pick. And the one I see taking and running away with this would yep. be Asuka. I think she's the one out of all of them. Right out of the gate gives Bianca Belair a run for her money. Yep. And she's got the new look because we've yep. seen Bianca beat oh, Asuka. I love it. But it's like the past, not not like, she had, she didn't have no makeup. Right. But now she's got like this crazy clown, almost yeah. Joker style makeup where it's a, it's a different Asuka. It's a darker Asuka. Yeah. And I'm with you. I'm very much with you. Um, I do believe she's the front runner because I think WWE knows if we have to have a guaranteed solid match. Honestly, our two best options are Natty because we know she's safe and she's no, yeah. we know she's a solid worker, or Asuka because we've seen Asuka and Bianca have great matches before in the past. Without really having major flubs, I right. think that's where we lose Liv. Yeah, because yeah. they Liv is over. There's no doubt that Liv is over. Personality, charisma, you know everything. She's got it in spades, yeah. but she's had some major stinkers on the biggest we stage. Have, we have, and we especially the uh, was it the Charlotte match or was it yes. the you know like hey this is your time to shine and you didn't run with it. Nope. You know obviously you still are over you know which is good but. Yeah. Hey, you were not 
not you know not to put it is going to sound like a slight and I guess it is. It's like you are not on the level of Asuka I agree. or Charlotte or Bailey or Becky or and you yes. should be by now. Yes, you should be. You that's, get you've been given enough opportunities, right? And yeah. that's the frustrating as a live fan. Yeah, you know it's the frustrating thing yeah. because it's like you like you said you have it all. You have four of the five tools. But you're missing the key one. You've yeah. never taken that next step performance yes. in yes. in the ring. Athletic wise. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that's always gonna be your bugaboo. Yep. You know, so I feel like that's where she falls short. I feel like that's where Nikki Cross falls short. Sure, you talk yeah. about another person who maybe isn't as over as Liv, but she's got great personality. You've got Natty who is sort of on the opposite spectrum where you know she's gonna have a solid in ring match, but she's not going to move me. She's not going to excite me leading when, up to it. When, unfortunately, one of my main things, remember, is like a fart gimmick or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it doesn't help you Oof. in the long run. You know, I actually forgot about that. You're right. Though. People don't forget. No, right. People don't forget. <laughs> it happened so. in second grade, dude. Yeah. People don't forget. So <laughs> It's the truth. No, it's the truth. And it's, it's sad, but it's true. So, yeah. I mean, I think we're both on the same page where I think those three... Are probably and here's I would love to see Raquel actually get a WrestleMania. That would well, awesome. let me talk to you about Raquel. Let me to quote. Let me talk to you to quote the great LA Knight. Let me talk to you. Um, I per so personally, I think if this was an elimination chamber that was leading into SummerSlam mm, okay. or Survivor Series or anything other than WrestleMania, yeah, I perfect think, time for it. I think Raquel is your guaranteed winner. I think the issue is, and I think Raquel is definitely a future world champion. My problem with this is I think they are looking at who is guaranteed to give us a great WrestleMania match and get the crowd behind them. Yeah, Natty's going to give you a great WrestleMania match, but she's not going to have the crowd behind her. Liv is going to have the crowd behind her, but she's not going to give you a great WrestleMania match. You've got the only person to me in this group that fits all of those categories is Asuka. Asuka is, I guess, for lack of a better term, past her prime in the sense that she's like 45 or whatever. But she's reinvented herself. She's, well, I mean, she's gone back to her old self, which was pre-WWE. Right. So to the WWE audience, it's new. Right. But credit to, oh, I'm sorry, kind of, credit no. to how uh, Michael Gray, or Michael Gray, Michael Cole Graves, and, you know, the, how they reacted to her reveal with that. Because it sells that. You know, hey, this is kind of like this is her. You know, we've heard of this before, right? We, we've heard of this aspect of her almost like when it comes to Finn and the demon. Yes, right? so it's hearkening it, it back to her legacy, that, right? It helps you with the mythos of this character. And if you don't sell that, then people are like, well, what, yep. you know, yep. what is this? And you have to go search for it, then it has yep. doesn't have as much as peel. So, shout out to them for those small things like that. Because I, it makes you want to care. You have absolutely. to Absolutely. No, you're you're dead it's on good right good storytelling, baby. It is good storytelling. They're doing a great job with it. So that is why I'm going with so Asuka. I'm like, I was going to say, I need to, uh, need to lock you in. I'm and... locking in on Asuka because I do think that, like, personally, if I'm booking it, I'm booking Raquel getting this one because I feel like mm-hmm. it's time for her to get a big win on a big stage. But I think ultimately whoever wins this falls short. At WrestleMania, so regardless of who, it, yes, okay. I've got Bianca leaving WrestleMania as your and still champion. So if we're going to do that, 
I'd rather save Raquel's big moment for something. Let's have Raquel win like a 20-woman battle royal that leads into her facing Bianca or Charlotte or Rhea at SummerSlam. And now I've got, I'm much more inclined to believe that she can take that next step. I've got a very hard time believing that they're going to put enough faith in Raquel to beat Bianca at WrestleMania. It's a big As, task. It's a big task. I also don't think they're going to have Raquel Gonzalez, Asuka, uh, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, anything. I am, I'm not going to lie. I don't see Bianca losing at this year's WrestleMania no matter what. So to me, this is a chance to give a bona fide cemented star a huge amount of momentum leading right. into a WrestleMania that she's probably going to lose. Because if it's Raquel and she wins this and she loses to Bianca, to me, we immediately forget that she even won the Elimination Chamber in the first place. I want whatever she does to earn her title shot be something that propels her to win the title. I will take your tournament, your, your, like your Battle Royale, and turn it into a Queen of the Ring tournament. And then that's your... You I love that. Carry that mantle for the whole year, and that's early and summer. That's early. Right. You can you can roll it right into SummerSlam. You can yep. you can you put Survivor it off to Survivor Series. Series. Right. But either way, she's coming for that. But you don't. Let, Bianca deserves a a, a long run, yep. especially with the, you know, hey, you know, the uh, quick match, you know, yeah. and everything. She's deserved it. And really, if you look at af after she got her revenge on Becky, like what? has she done that's really been like impressive she steamrolled everybody which right. is cool but it's like we're gonna again no offense to Raquel but we're gonna look back on that and be like yeah remember that five star banger she had against Asuka yeah. and she came over the top of her Yeah. just on name recognition alone it only worked to me it only works for Raquel if she then goes on to beat Bianca and I just don't see them being there yeah. with her yet. So if we're not going to no, do that, she would need to be on a heater now. Yes. Going into you know having and to me she's not on enough of a no. Heater. And if they're going to again, I believe Oscar wins this. Yeah. Uh, probably be down to her and Raquel or her and Liv. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe even Carmella's last two. You know her. Just I don't. Her just coming back. I know because she's coming back, right. and I'm fine with it, and I love Corey. Simping. Right, he's going to have to simp the whole time. You know, and it's does. great. It's great. Especially because, like, us in the know, we know that they're a real yeah, thing together, yeah. so it makes even more sense. But honestly, here's the way I'm booking it, okay. if I'm booking it. I'm booking Carmella and Raquel in the beginning. And I'm booking Raquel almost beating Carmella, like, four times before right. the... in the Four first times in the first whatever, five minutes. Yeah. yeah, almost beating her, but Carmella keeps surviving. She's a veteran. She knows how to get out of the, you know, out of a hole. She's grabbing the ropes. Yeah. She's climbing well, up the on the cage. I mean, it's an elimination chamber. There should be no disqualification. No, but she can use it to pull herself ah, away. okay. I'm like, wait a minute. It's a rope break. Wait, no, what? not No, not to break gotcha. the rope. But it's, I see, like, I see, here's the way I, I see Raquel being the... Typical white meat baby face. Who white meat baby face can only go forward. Right, like she's coming. She has a plan. She you know, like her coach told her to hit these points. You're, but you know, and you, go you for the win match. at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a white sweep meat baby leg. face. Sweep the leg. A white <laughs> meat baby face can't hang out in the corner. They can't hang yeah. out to the side. They yeah. can't look for the cheap roll up. So Raquel is going to go, 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 go. Carmelo's going to survive, 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 survive. 
Bring in Nikki Ash. Let Carmella get a cheap roll up on Nikki Ash. Mm. Bring in Natty. Let let Raquel beat Natty down. Let Carmella get the cheap win over Natty. Now bring in Asuka. Mm-hmm. And I see Asuka, Raquel, and uh Liv being part of that final three, mm-hmm. where eventually Carmella, like Probably by Liv, because I can see Carmella and Liv having a nice feud. Yeah. Where, like, Carmella's gotten the best of several people in a row, and then Liv gets the best of her in the same way. Yeah. Like, she watched her do it, so she's like, all right, So I now she what, does yeah. it to her. That gives you something, a, a non-title women's storyline, which yeah. is desperately needed. Give that, I think, I would enjoy Raquel, yeah. or uh, I would enjoy Carmella, Carmella versus Liv. Yeah. I think that'd be fun as hell. That leaves you with Raquel and Asuka. Yeah. Raquel's gone the whole way. I see Oscar coming in fifth or sixth. Yep. We get to make Raquel look very good, but ultimately she's just not experienced enough. Right. And it's almost one of those, I would even build on that again and have the whole time Oscar's just watching Raquel and she's seeing like, that's the new yeah. young one. Like, yeah. I, that's in the pod. In, in the, the pod, pod the whole, the whole, sh- whole time. She, she doesn't care about anyone else. She sees, like, the young lioness that she's, like... She's laser-focused on Raquel. And she's like, I want... She's like, I can't wait. Yep. Give me her. And from you the know? moment she gets in, that's her focus. Because once she's gone, now everyone else is king. She mm-hmm. knows, right? She's she's just as experienced. You know, she knows who yep. she's got to take out. And that's why I want... I want it to be those two in the finals, because, A, I yeah. think it gives Raquel that little bit of rub without giving her the win. And then it also gives you the credibility of Asuka. I love what you're saying. Where, like, Asuka knows this is the person I need to beat the whole time. These are the rest of Cubs. I guess, you know, whatever. But that's the young lioness that I got to worry about. But you know what? She's not there yet. Not there yet. I want to show her a trick or two. Yep. So, yep. yeah, she's going to be there, but she's not right. there yet. And she knows it, 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 you'd have that little show of respect at the end. Sure. Know, maybe like a little not, you know, a little bow. But yeah. at the same time, it's just like, yeah, you're not there and yet. I, and I do think Asuka versus Bianca should. I mean, Asuka showing a darker That'd side of her. That'd be a banger, man. It's going to be a banger. And I think it's fine if it's face versus face. It doesn't. We don't have to get Asuka being pure uh, heel. At, at Mania, yes, yeah, I love the idea of, uh, you know, the face has to go overcome adversity. Right? Sure. But at the end of the day, as long as you give me a good match and you're giving me the two that are at the highest peak of, you know, the the roster currently, yeah. I don't care if they're face or heel. I just want to see the best one win. And you know? you're going to have to do so much to get people to actively boo Asuka. Because yeah. we love her. How, no one's ready and for Asuka. No you know? one's like, ready for Asuka. And even dark Asuka is someone right. that we, like, even if, yeah, it, I mean, okay, so here's my thing, and it's been my thing for a long time. Like, Bianca, to me, right now, for real, 2023 Bianca Belair is like 1991 Hulk Hogan, mm. where she, the kids love her. She keeps getting over. She steamrolls everybody that comes through her path. But I'm almost getting to the point where I'm ready to see her take a dive. But yeah. with 1990, 1991 Hulk Hogan, I don't want to see her take a dive to the female equivalent of Sergeant Slaughter or the Earthquake I want someone like the Ultimate Warrior. I want someone else that I yeah. can root for, as well. Like I don't. I don't want there to be a power vacuum. Yeah. Basically. Like like know. we don't have to like we don't have to replace Ultimate Good with Ultimate Evil. Right. We can replace 
former good with current good and yep. possibly better good yeah. and give that a chance. And that is where I think Asuka fits. And regardless of who wins there, I feel like I'm going to be satisfied either way. And yeah. that's what I want. I don't want to go in to this match with Bianca feeling like if Bianca wins, I'm pissed. Or if Bianca loses, I'm pissed. I want to be like, you know what? I just want to see a banger. Yeah. And I'm happy either way as long as it's a banger. And if you give me Asuka versus Bianca, I know I'm getting a banger. Yeah. No, that's going to be a solid match. Like, I, I believe that's where we're going to go, you know, obviously yep. with our picks. You're right, right, right. All right. So that was longer than I thought it would be, but that's okay. I mean, okay. hey, you know, it's actually, you know, this is big. This is leading into Mania. It's big. You know, it's so. big, and I'm excited for it. And I hope we get a good match of it, and I think we will. Um, the, the last match that got thrown onto this card, assuming nothing else happens between now and then, is Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. And this, to me, is an interesting one because really what we got to decide is, is this the last chapter in this story or is this just another chapter leading to wrestlemania if it's another chapter leading to wrestlemania to me i'm giving brock lesnar the win here because right. bobby lashley got the better of brock at royal rumble yep. and their whole story has sort of been like them exchanging who gets the better of who so if we're ending things here I think it makes more sense to give Bobby Lashley the rub because Bobby Lashley seems like the one that's going to be sticking around. He's Yeah. But heading into WrestleMania season, I have a hard time not picturing Brock Lesnar in the fold. Right. So to me, I'm thinking this is just another stop on the way to them facing each other again at WrestleMania. And I see it being a, like a loser leaves town sort of situation. Mm. And with that in mind... I'm leaning for this pay-per-view, I'm leaning toward Brock Lesnar. Okay. Because I need there to be another reason. If Lashley gets the better of Brock at Royal Rumble and he gets the better of Brock at Elimination Chamber, why is he then going to take Brock on again at WrestleMania? Right. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think this one's really weird considering the history that they have, you know, you know, with 2022, you know, with the interference and then, you know, Crown Jewel, like all this. So it's just like... It does kind of, they're weaving that, like, it can go either way. But it's one of those, okay, Bobby Lashley wins, Brock goes away until Brock comes back, and then he just decides, all right, I'm going to go after who's champ, like, for the belt, or does he come back after Lashley? That's the weird thing, because... It's hard to see where he goes. Like you said, Lashley is not going anywhere. You know, he's just going to stay on the roster whether he wins or loses, so... It almost just makes sense to keep this going, and the best way to do, I think, is to have either like a non non finish, non finish, yeah, and then you can have your blow off at Mania. I can see that. I can see a non finish. Really not satisfied. You know, it's like why not just have this you know match at Mania if that were the case? But this was also WWE. This main because again. This may be for an elimination chamber. What is it going to be like a ten minute match? Maybe, maybe probably 15? max. Nah, probably ten so, max. So, I with that in mind, I'm, I'm leaning Brock. Okay. Just with like you said, like it doesn't seem like this is the end. Are you leaning Brock clean, or are you seeing like a schmaz, <sighs> like a count out or a DQ or something, or because mm. I mean I I've got Brock clean. 
Only because I feel like it has to then lead to mania. Right. Which he doesn't have to. Yeah, does, does he come in just squash him somehow? He could. Lashley's his piss. I, I, this one's, this I mean, one Lashley, really... squ- Lashley squashed Brock right. at the Royal Rumble. He dumped right. him out unceremoniously in two minutes. Like, it wasn't, like, this big, epic thing. Yeah, like, oh, my so God. So, Brock can I thought get Brock it. was going to be, you know... Oh, I thought he was going to be Final Five. Yeah. Yeah. And he got dumped rather unceremoniously. So, he can absolutely do the same thing to Bobby. Right. In a match. Bobby did that to Brock yeah, in It's a one match of those, like, I, something tells me right now, just don't bet against Brock. So That's I'm, where I'm at. I'm, I'm just going to Brock. I, I don't want to say, you know, clean or otherwise. Just something says Brock wins this. I'm with you. And, yeah, I'm not willing to, like, be like, oh, he's dead. Like, Go he's going to make limb. him tap yeah, make or a prop anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, That's hell fair. no. But that's where I'm at. Uh, all right, so we're on the same page. We got Asuka. We got Brock. Uh, let's head to Edge and Beth Phoenix. Okay. The what are they called? The the grit, the grit team, or like like the the grit couple because it's yeah. like the it couple, but they're the grit couple versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Uh, you know, Judgment Day is going to be in their corner. Couple questions. One was Rey Mysterio going to be in Edge's corner? Uh, that's a that's a good point. And two, who comes out on top? I'll let you take the lead on this one. Um, honestly, it would. It, you don't bring Beth Phoenix back to have or lose. I mean, that's a little easy, right? That's a little you know, sure. low hanging fruit type deal. But at the same time, you know, Edge is also just coming back. You know, from you know, having been you know, quote unquote, away for a minute. Um, yeah. you know, and he's continuing his feud with the Judgment Day. Um, and I don't with that's the thing with everything that's going on with Ray and Dominic. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't see, be surprised if you do get a Rey Mysterio um, run in, especially because I could see Dominic and Damian Priest somehow getting involved with this match. Sure. Um, especially if they do this one prior to the Men's Elimination Chamber. Right. And that's Damian. I'm not sure about because he's yeah. got his own thing. Yeah. And if they open, I can see that. Honestly, I can see personally. I'd open with Bobby and Brock. Okay. But I can see them opening with the Men's Elimination Chamber. Then going Bobby and Brock, then doing the mixed tag, then doing the women's elimination chamber, and then doing... I, I also don't see Edge losing in Canada. That's... Okay. So that's... I don't see Edge and Sammy losing, losing in Canada. Right. And I've also... And we'll get to this. I just... Like, that just hit me. So that's... I kind of penciling myself. I, uh, no, I you're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. We're probably going to have all the same picks then. But I wanted to make you make this pick first. But it's all good because I actually... Right. I just finished my article with Kimmy. Ah. And okay. that was my big thing. I'm like, look. The Canadian fans need to have something to root for at the end of the match. Yeah. Obviously, the pop Sammy's going to get... It's going to be... Insane. Insane. Actually, ah, yeah, but I'm ch- it'll be more of a pop than uh, uh, Heart Foundation. I think it's going to be the. I don't know how you measure this. Like I don't know if they can measure decibels uh, from the past. But to me, I see it like to me. I the loudest pop that I remember is when Austin came down to help McFoley when, when he won yeah. his match against The Rock. Yeah. That pop when that awesome glass shattered to me was deafening. Deafening, yeah. And I've been in the audience for some loud pops, but I can see this. <laughs> Goosebumps, still thinking about it. Like, 
I mean, I was in Chicago to see CM Punk return. I yeah, that's pretty big. Like I said, I my biggest was Shane. You know, the return. Shane. At, at, in Detroit, I missed that one. I missed that one. But that again, a huge. You go back to it and you get goosebumps and you can tell there's yeah. nothing. It's not juiced at all. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. pure. It's... This is going to be one of the loudest pops that you've ever seen. But I think we're on the same page where ultimately he's not leaving with the title. No. So if we want to get that celebratory hurrah, our person overcame, it's got to be Edge. And yeah. it's got to be Edge over Finn. You're not going to have Beth beat right. Rhea on Rhea's road to WrestleMania. Do you one better? Have Beth pin Finn. If they allow that, I think that's perfect. And why not allow it with both Beth and Rhea? Like right, because Rhea's like, taken on men. Beth has taken on men. Yes. She's been in the men's rumble. Right, so why not allow it for if any of them? You know you what? Know? I would love, but if they do that, it can't and just happen Finn, at the end. And knowing Finn, he's probably pitching that himself. And like, have Beth pay me. You know what I'm saying? Like that, and he's me, a that's big one, dude. That's let, the one that makes the most sense. Let Edge Shit, spear him. Glam, glam slam is that. Let better, Edge, like, here's what I look. Let Edge... Beth is legal. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rhea's on the outside. Here's how I'm I'm booking it right now, and I'm we're in on the same page. Mm-hmm. All right, Beth's legal. Rhea tags Finn, or, or whatever for whatever reason Finn comes in. Edge spears Finn. Rhea gets up on the apron. Edge like sort of suicide dive spears her mm-hmm. to the outside. Now you got Beth and Finn in the middle of the ring, but right. Finn's dazed because he just took a spear. Beth throws him up in the gland slam and, is and pins him. One, two, three. Yeah. One, two, three. Not? I love that. I would. That's the way to go. And if you want to get to, because a lot of people are saying Edge, Finn, maybe steel cage match at Mania, this protects both of them. Right. And you protect Rhea because she's, she's not eating right, the loss. Right. She's at her, you know. I kind of love that. I kind of love that. Yeah, like you said, it, it's. It's not expected, and it protects everyone that needs to be protected. And there are two women who have a history of Of facing men. facing men. Yeah. It's already been established, so why not pull the trigger? It's not this unspoken thing for either of them. And, like, you have Candice LeRae, who, if you know anything about Candice LeRae, she made her, she cut her teeth with being in intergender, you know, tag yeah. and facing the Young Bucks and Kevin Owens and people like that, or Kevin, Kevin Steens. So it's like... It's already been done. You it know, has. You have people on the roster who oh, have done it, it full it time. It was a major so, staple in the Attitude Era. Right. And I understand that like we got away from that for a long time, but it does feel like, especially with like Triple H being in creative, head of creative and all that stuff, like we're sort of, we're harking back to a lot of those premises anyway. Right. And I think that in general, like I guess I get the whole you don't want to show like men beating on women sort of a thing but like i feel like even like the kids even your still remaining pg audience is like at least understanding it enough where you're not having bronson reed squash live morgan live morgan where he's you've got rhea ripley who's literally bigger in all senses of the word than finn balor you got beth phoenix who eliminated great Kali in a royal rumble so like these are these are it's believable that they could have a match a wrestling match with another man yes you know so yep. it's it's one of those again 
it's one thing when you're trying to have a you know giant versus you know a, a smaller opponent. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't work. That would be awkward. But it's also at this time and we're in this day and age where it's also empowering to see that a woman can hang with a man in the ring. Absolutely, and be just as left. And if it ends the way we're saying it, she's gonna get the better of him. Right, and that's the thing. She doesn't need to go toe to toe and throw throw blows with him. She can outsmart him by being quicker and yep. using you know her strengths against him. Yep. You know her leg strengths and everything like that, and then take him down. So it's just like. That you have the means of telling the story. Just write the damn story the way it needs to be written. You know I'm what I'm saying? You, like I'm with you. So, I think that's great. That's yeah. That is also, by the way, like if you look at um, uh, odds and percentages, that's this is the match that has fluctuated the most. Oh really? Oh yeah. Because oh, okay. originally, uh, Judgment Day were huge favorites. Not huge, but like four to one favorites. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's still you know, which is big. Yeah. And now. Edge and Beth are favorites, but it's like one and a half to one. So it's gone the other way, but it's still really close. It's the one that I'm honestly I'm most excited about probably on this card, just because it's the one that I really have no idea how it's going to finish. Right, and I'm looking forward to seeing, especially at, like, you already know Sami Zayn is going to be able to like, but, at, you know, because it's probably the first, you know, like, obviously they were in Toronto for a couple of shows, but, like, ah, it's so cool seeing that hometown cooking, you know, sure. like for, you know, for wrestlers and like, sure. cause it, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be one of those. I almost hope they do make this the first match of the night. It would be a good first match. And I'd still, I, I, we need an answer. Do, do we see Rey Mysterio here? I think so. I think so. Cause that's another feel good for the fans. Yes. You know, like why not? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. I'm, I feel like, yeah, before the bell is rung, like, mid-match, we're going to get a ring Mysterio. He's going to take Dom out from the outside, and we're going to go from there. Wouldn't even be surprised if Dom tries to show up again with a, a Rey Mysterio mask, and you get Ray. he's sitting in the stand, you know, he's sitting in the, with That'd the crowd. He's a kid, like, quote-unquote, a younger guy with a Rey yeah. Mysterio mask on. Yeah. And Dom's, you know, just mess around. It comes to find out it was actually Ray. Ray the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. That'd so, be fun. I'd be down with that. <laughs> it's a good way to... Just ease him in there without, you know, getting the <laughs> traditional, oh, he's coming from the back, you know? For sure. For sure. Very cool. All right. So then now we've got the men's elimination chamber. It's for the United States Championship. Austin Theory is coming in as the champ. He's facing Montez Ford, Damian Priest, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, and Seth freaking <laughs> Rollins. <laughs> Big ass boots, Rollins. Big ass boots. I love it. I, where do those boots come from? I don't from? know. I uh, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god!" They actually made the Mario. Boot. That's what I thought too. Yeah, They're red. Mario boots. <laughs> He's on level six of yeah. Super Mario Super Three. Yeah. But uh, so I mean, I think really what's interesting about this <laughs> is the only two people I'm going to straight up eliminate is Damian Priest and Bronson Reed. Okay. I think the other four all have a claim to it, and normally, I would say you get rid of Montez Ford because he's in a tag team, right. and tag team people don't have a chance at this. But I gotta say, did you? Because I know you're a hockey fan. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the All Star uh, like skills challenge I did stuff not. that they did? <laughs> okay. So Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins were there, okay. and they were on the sidelines. I think it was for the speed skating yeah, competition. Yeah, fastest skater. And they were talking to him, and it was literally almost word for word 
what Shawn Michaels said on the barbershop before he oh, turned on Janetti, where Montez Ford was saying, like, look, every good team has, like, a leader and a follower, and I'm the leader. I am the leader. I'm the captain of the Street Profits, <laughs> and we succeed because Angelo does what I say. And Angelo sort of, like, he didn't, he didn't contest it, but he didn't like go along with it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And if that were on WWE TV, yeah, I'd be like Dawkins or Ford is winning this, right? And this is going to be is, the, the the beginning of the split. But since it wasn't on TV, and they did just have I don't know if you saw this, but on um, NXT they had Toxic Attraction break up, and yep. it was very much. Uh, Michaels and Janetti break up. And Michaels is sort of in control of NXT right now. Right. So it was a nice nod to that. So I don't think it's going to be that It'd clean be and dry. too much on the nose, you know, to do it again. Twice, yeah. again, right. Two on the nose. So while I do see... I'd be very surprised if Ford and Dawkins were still together by the end of this year. I don't know if this is the time to break them up. So I'm not saying that like Ford has no chance just because he's in a tag team. Mm -hmm. I just feel like we need to get at least more of that visible on-screen tension before we do something like giving one of them a singles title while they're still in a a championship. So I'm going to eliminate him. I'm going to eliminate Priest just because I think... His story is more just being a part of Judgment Day. Yes. You know, like... Uh, Bronson Reed, it's, I think Bronson Reed's in there to do his splash off the pod. Yeah. Probably eliminate one person. Um, honestly, probably Montez Ford. Uh, or Gargano, maybe. Or like Gargano. Like, he would definitely take out a fan favorite. For sure. I'm curious about Gargano, because while they haven't been doing a ton with him, Gargano just seems like tailor-made to be the type of person to be the U.S. champion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just seems like his sort of title. I do I honestly, so I've got theory retaining. Okay. But to me, my number two is Gargano. I like it. I don't think Seth Rollins has a chance in this match because we're clearly getting Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul at at WrestleMania. And to me, there's no reason for a title to be involved in that. No. We don't need it. We've got enough. So I think actually the people that I'm eliminating right off the bat are Damian Priest, Bronson Reed and Seth Rollins. Okay. I think Ford is an interesting possibility, but I still don't think we're quite there yet storyline-wise to give him a singles push. I would say he's a dark horse. He's the best dark horse. And to me, I think the biggest threat to Theory's title in this match is Johnny Gargano. I'd love to see Johnny do it just because I'm a Johnny Gargano fan. How do you not root for him? But I think ultimately we are leading up to Theory versus John Cena. At WrestleMania. Okay. Probably in an open challenge type situation since they've already sold it out. They don't need to sell tickets. Yeah. So Cena can be a surprise. But that's where I see this going. So I've okay. got I've got Theory retaining. I like that. Um, I would like him retaining and even maybe doing something nefarious where Johnny Gargano has the momentum. He's, you know, maybe Theory's dazed. And then uh, Gargano, you know, there's three left. You know, he's one of them. He eliminates the second person, and then it's him and Theory, but somehow Theory wins, you know, with a roll, you know, something cheap, and then that sets up your feud for WrestleMania. Sure. You know, um, 
Yeah, you can I, also have them going to Mania. Yeah, I, I do agree with you that Rollins is going to go on to either with Logan Paul. Obviously, he had some, you know, with Miz recently. You know, so could that be a, a triple threat? Because obviously, Logan Paul and Miz have history. They have that history. You know, will that be a tag team? Maybe. I don't could know. They, be. they got time to build that. Obviously, so preoccupied there. Again, Montez Ford. You know, the dark horse. The ooh, go go. Shoot. You, I don't know where Champ is at, but you could ooh, have baby. You could have Logan Paul and Gargano versus Miz and Ciampa if Ciampa chooses to return. Because yeah, yeah. Miz has screwed Logan Paul over. I don't see Logan Paul going back with Miz. Right. No, that would, yeah. But they're also setting Logan Paul up to be the heel in that Rollins, Logan Paul. Right. Almost, you know, by, you know, leaning into, like, you know, yeah, he's not this guy, you know him, but he's not yeah, this good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is also funny because it's the same with Rollins. It's like, also not really a good guy, but you like him. Right. You know, this oh, is yeah. the guy oh, who no. broke he's, up the shield. Like He's still tweener. He's yeah. very tween. So, um, like I said, Montez would definitely be the one like that feel good, like, holy shit, they actually did it. Let's go. Yep. You know? But then that also means, hey, we're, how do we deal with Dawkins? You know, is that just going to be a... Uh, sour grapes, like you know, damn, you have that. Now, sure. I, what do I do? You know, and you can, have, I guess, face each other for the title, at right? Mania, you know, have a blow yeah. off. Yeah. Um, and I still see Ford walking Absolutely. away with that. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those. Do I'm gonna go with Austin Theory in this one All only right. because you're not. It would be almost too feel good for either Ford or Gargano to win. Right, if we're gonna get, let's say, you know, Edge and Beth, and you're gonna get, you're gonna get the Sammy pop in some sort right. of, you know, Sammy's, either you're gonna end the night with Sammy, some sort of, you know, victory, you know, cheering, you know, like, yeah. either he won and it was, we, I don't, I don't know, we'll we'll talk about that. In a we'll second. Talk about that in a moment, but. You're not just gonna get this feel good, feel good, feel good, you yeah. know, like new champ or best champ, like. So I think you get Austin Theory, and you're gonna. It's either gonna build with, you know, Gargano, or like you said, he's gonna go and you know, and then you're gonna have Cena or some other feud for the um, U.S. title. Yeah, I think so too. It just doesn't make sense unless another heel or, or you know another tweener do win. And I don't see the point of doing it at this. Yeah, you know, with yeah. Mania being right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. So. Well, then it we looks, are. Uh, you know, see, it looks like we're all the same, them, so. which is fine. Uh, that leads us to Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, not to speak for you or anything, it it seems, seems pretty obvious that, you know, Roman will retain, but I am very curious because it's like, are the Usos even going to be there? Paul Heyman said for them to stay away. If they stay away, is Solo Sokoa going to be there? Because I do Mm -hmm. feel that like just... I don't want, for Sami Zayn's sake, I don't want Sami to just straight up lose. No. I want there to be a little bit of interference, a little bit of chicanery, a little bit of something. Because I do need to believe at least once, if not two or three times during the match, holy shit, Sami Zayn might actually win this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if we just have those two the whole time, I'm going to have a hard time believing that. So, like, where does <coughs> Paul Heyman come in? Where does Solo Sokoa come in? Does Jay make an appearance? Does Jay screw Sammy over? And there's still the giant question mark 
where the fuck has Kevin Owens been? Right. <clears throat> Why has Kevin Owens not been in lockstep with Sami Zayn since Sense. Sami Zayn turned on? Because <laughs> I've been saying forever, I've been saying, to me, everyone's saying KO and Sami Zayn versus the Usos at WrestleMania for the tag titles. And I get it. But I've been saying the whole time, have KO turn on Sami and be like, dude, I told you a million times that you couldn't trust them. You didn't listen to me. So now, fuck you. Hmm. But that theory, in my mind, only worked <laughs> if the bloodline was that was the ones that betrayed Sammy. Right. But Sammy betrayed the bloodline. So that, that narrative doesn't fit. Because Kevin Owens can't say, I told you to listen to me and you never listened to me. Because right. he finally did. Right. I mean, we didn't say he didn't say, "Oh, Kevin was right," but he eventually turned on the bloodline, which is what Kale wanted him to do the whole time. So now I have a. As soon as that happened, I was like, "Okay, well now him and Kale aren't going to fight each other because Sammy was the one that saw the light. Sammy and Kale will get together. The way Royal Rumble ended with them both in the ring, it all made sense. But given that Kevin Owens hasn't been there, all right, look." I'm just I'm I'm putting my Booker hat on. <laughs> Booker T or uh, no 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 <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Okay, Booker, uh, Kevin Sullivan, Booker man. <laughs> oh, oh, we we come for no. <laughs> oh, edit not that Booker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I can see still even without the Usos, Roman Reigns gets the win. We haven't heard it from KO all day. Mm-hmm. We don't even know he's there. Kevin Owens gets the win with help from Solo. After the match, Solo, KO, just beating down on Sammy. Mm. Kevin Owens' music hits. Kevin Owens comes out with a chair because that's been Roman yeah, Reigns' nemesis. Yeah. You know, Seth Rollins <laughs> turned on him with a chair. Sammy Zayn Sammy turned Zane, on him right. with a chair. Kevin Owens gets in there. Kevin Owens nails both of them because this is not Kevin Owens joining the bloodline. No. Kevin Owens gets him out. He clears him out. Sami Zayn's hurt. He's hobbled. He gets up. Kevin Owens helps him up. Sami Zayn gives him a big old hug. KO pats him on the back. Solo and Roman are heading up the ramp and Sami now feeling pretty cocky and pretty confident sort of leans towards the ropes and he's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't need you. I got my back. Bam. KO still hits Sammy in the back. It's a harder story to tell. But given the fact that KO has been MIA for so long, I still have a feeling that we are not getting KO and Sammy versus the Usos. Instead, we're getting heel KO versus babyface Sammy at WrestleMania, probably headlining night one. So. I still believe that, and I'm sticking with it. I can see. So this is your Montreal screw job. Montreal loose job. Loose job. I, I can see it being... But yes. It's... And with, given that both of them are Montreal boys, how heartbreaking is it going to be for the audience to see KO, their boy, turn on Sami Zayn, their other boy? Like, it's going to it's gonna hit harder than it hit in NXT. What if, instead of it being KO, it's one that causes Sami Zayn the win? What if it's Cody? Think about this. Let me get you there. Get me there. Cody just gave Sami Zayn all the confidence in the world. Yep. Great, great promo. 
one of the best promos of the year so far. Absolutely. And we're only two months in. <laughs> so it's not really hard to do. But um, it gives them, the, gives them the confidence he needs. I'm sure there'll be another building of confidence tomorrow. Maybe Kevin Owens is there. He's the one, you know, he gets them the second level of confidence, right? Like, hey. Gives Sammy the second gives, level, yeah. Gives, he finally shows up, right? He, he And Sammy's in the ring, and he tells him, you can do this. You know, Cody is right. You can do this. You know, I've told you not to, you know, not to trust him. Like you said, you know, but you now I believe, yeah. We get there tomorrow. We get there Saturday. Jay comes in. He's there to help Sammy Zayn. You know, he, uh, him and Solo go at it. Or him and Jimmy go at it, maybe. Sure. You, I, I would uh, love to, yeah. hear me out. I would love to see Jimmy and Jay WrestleMania. I'd love Let's that. Let's go, right? Love if we're going to get the tag team belts off them anyways, what, what better way than to have them both have to wrestle each other sure. at Mania? All right, we'll talk about that later. You have Solo, you know, maybe you got Jay and Solo or Jimmy and, you know, uh, Kevin Owens and Solo go at it for each other, yeah. right? Because Kevin Owens is the one trying to, you know, uh, get Sami Zayn to win because yeah. he's the hometown guy. Yeah. What if Cody Rhodes is the one because he wants to he wants to be the champion so bad. He cost Sami Zayn the win. Cause he's already going guaranteed to wrestle Roman. Well he's guaranteed to wrestle for the title. Right. Regardless of who's the champ. Right. But he wants to beat Roman. Or or he or even better, he costs Roman the belt. Cause then now Sami Zayn wins. You take the belt off of Roman, and then Cody's now now you don't have face versus face. The only thing I could see is Cody interfering in the match and, like, I'm going to bring the chair back, <laughs> beating Roman down with a chair. Where mm-hmm. Roman and he's wins. like, Sammy, it's there. It's there. Take, you know, like. But I. And Sammy's like, he's like, I don't want to do it that way, you know. Yeah. My concern is. You're in a very unique spot right. where it seems like the people the people are behind Sammy and behind Cody. Right. And if you do that, I feel like you're almost, regardless of the outcome, you're turning Cody heel. Right. And I just don't see... I don't see Cody being heel leading into this WrestleMania, regardless of who's champion. Because I'll tell you, I love the idea. I love the idea. I just don't... There's something tells me this. Obviously, it's not going to be clean. But just with them And and Cody Cody, at this moment is doing nothing, which is weird. To interject him into the Raw full, to be the one... Because everyone, I'm sure... I haven't listened to Sam in a minute, but I'm sure everyone's saying, keep Cody and Sami Zayn as far away from each other as possible. And what the hell did Triple H do? He said, fuck you all. We're going to, here's one of the best promos right of the together. year. We're going to go right down your throat. We're going right down Broadway. Yep. So. And I'd love and to then see what did, a And then what did Roman do? Oh, you guys have to have a little powwow, a little, you know, rah-rah. Yeah. Get the guy? All right, I'll see you at, on Saturday. Yeah. So. But I just, I, ugh. I, it's weird. Something tells me all these six, seven pieces are all coming together on Saturday, yeah. man. And I do have faith. And this leads to the bigger picture. Like, we're not talking about AEW right now because no, there has no, no. been a complete lack of storyline 
in AEW. And I don't want to talk about MGF and his trials of everyone having to do the same shit every time. And his I and his I got in a car accident with my girlfriend. Yeah, and after a wrestler just passed away from being in a car accident, if that's not fucking tone deaf yeah. at all. Yeah, I like, thought that it was just it was a little it, tasteless, but hey, it whatever. Didn't, it didn't land with me. Um, but regardless, the point is like WWE has so many good storylines going yeah. on right now. But they are a lot of them are all centered around the titles and Roman yeah. Reigns and the bloodline and all that stuff. And it is interesting that you have Cody Rhodes who seems to be the odds-on favorite to be walking, uh, regardless of what happens between now and then, he seems to be the odds-on favorite mm-hmm. of leaving WrestleMania as the champion. It does seem odd that we're heading into the last pay-per-view or premium live event the the go home show of Raw, uh, the, you know, before yeah. the pay per view. Let's put it that way, you know. And he has nothing. Yeah. He doesn't even have like a squad. Like he doesn't even have like a rematch against Baron Corbin, right? Or, you know, whatever. Like as of right now, and he's not supposed to be on SmackDown. As of right now, he's got nothing. So it does seem weird that he wouldn't be involved in some capacity. Maybe he goes to obviously maybe he's in he goes to the locker room to give Sammy one last pep talk maybe, or something. Maybe like I he will be there on on Saturday. You know what? And it's and I I I can't disagree with you. Like I do feel like he is going to be there, and I am very curious about it in what capacity. And given that I don't know what that capacity is going to be, I can't even give a good strong prediction. It is very possible that he finds a way to work himself into the finish of the match. It would surprise me only because I feel like this doesn't need him, but we are still not sure how WrestleMania is going to play out. Right. Is Roman defending the title on both nights? It doesn't seem that way, but there's still the overlying uh, shadow of The Rock who we still don't have a clean answer for. There's, we still, no matter what happens here, there's still going to be huge momentum behind Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah. Are, like, where do we go? I don't know. So it is curious. Sami Zayn's rocket has just gone up since last year's WrestleMania. Yep. It was almost a full calendar year of nothing but <coughs> seeing that rocket just constantly, you know, just... So, right. you know... But then... Okay, so now let me ask you something. Queso. Big fan, by the way. Of what? You said queso. Oh, queso. I was like, queso. Love queso. Yeah. Queso. Uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> so, there's a lot of comparisons with Sami Zayn this year to, like, Kofi Mania and Dan- Yeslemania with Dana Bryan. Mm-hmm. Do... Is the only... Because you're very much on the Sami... Train. Oh, yeah. You're on the Sammy train. (coughs) You're on the Sammy Zane train. Zane train, baby. If that train is the only pleasing solution for you being Sammy Zane as the world title holder, or are you going to be satisfied if we get Sammy and KO versus the Usos at WrestleMania and they win? is, Is that still appeasing to you? Because to me, that's where the difference is, where I feel most people would be satisfied with that. Whereas if Kofi won some tag title or Daniel Bryan won the IC belt at 30 or Kofi at 36 or whatever it was, um, not being satisfied. I guess my point is, 
it's not so much about Sammy as world champion or bust. It's truly giving Sammy his props or bust. Right. And what is the ultimate? And what what does that define? What does that mean? What do giving him his props mean in this scenario? In this scenario, whether it's a title win at Mania or it's a tag team, it is a win at WrestleMania. So all you need is a Sami Zayn win at WrestleMania in a big match to be satisfied. So that's why I don't think we need Sami Zayn in a world title situation at WrestleMania. Because I'm not going to lie, I don't see Sami Zayn walking out of WrestleMania as world champion. That's fair. I just don't. That's fair. But I don't think that that means this whole story is a bust. No, because there's they have shown that they can call... And audible when they need to, and adjust on the fly to make the story work. I I, I stand by the point that this storyline was not meant to go almost a whole fucking calendar year. No, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And I also think the difference is like when you like harking back to uh, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. like it's not so corporate, quote unquote, wants Cody. When you go back to the Daniel Bryan thing, corporate wanted Batista. And we, as the audience, booed the shit out of that. Bootista. Bootista. We are not booing Cody Rhodes the way we were booing Batista. No. So that I'm always scratching my head at the Royal Rumble. Why was he? You know, number why like, was why was he pre-announced? Right, and then was number thirty and one. It was just I hated that. that. Is, that one I hated will that. always be a head scratcher for me. I would have much rather him been. And one by the two. way, I am with you. And by the way, that's why I'm not picking Cody Rhodes to win at WrestleMania. Ah, fair. Okay. I'm picking, that's... I'm picking Roman Reigns. I'm telling you right now. All right. Let's put it on the board. That, you it's know, on the look, board. Right. Oh, it's on the board. All right. But I am with you. And it's and if that's the way we're and that's going. That's a head scripture in all this because it's like uh, his ticket was already punched. So why not have the better feel-good story of I did it i showed you i came back i rehab i'm stronger than ever i am ready i don't need to wrestle at an elimination chamber i don't need to beat anyone which he's already doing because right. he has nothing going on um but then for him to pop up on monday and push for the other guy to hey i want you to challenge the same guy as me yeah it's so odd <laughs> it's interesting it's so interesting but i do th- tell me if i'm wrong but i do think we are in agreement that Regardless of what happens, Roman Reigns is walking out of Montreal as champion. Yes. As much as it pains me to say, I And that's not even to say he's going to win. Right. right. He might lose by DQ or lose in some other way, or it might be a draw or a no contest if we want to continue the Sammy story. Yeah. But I don't see... Roman Reigns is walking out of Montreal with the belts. Yeah. And the only way I see that is by Sammy Zayn winning by, like, DQ or something. Yep. Um, maybe the wrong person causes him to lose. Maybe Jay, um, by mistake. You know, like I'd he love hits Reigns Jay by mistake. You know, he hits Reigns like he just can't help himself. And then Sammy's like, "Dude, I had it." Like what? You and, know, then, and then, but, now and then Sammy's can, questioning everything again. His confidence is now shattered yet again. Go back into conspiracy mode. Did you really do that on right. accident, you were, you or were, were you, you defending were, your cousin? Right, you were brother. You were going to do this the whole time because you yep. were the online the whole time. Oh yep. god, damn it! Fuck shit! I can't <laughs> do this right now. All right, yeah. So. That's what's great about it is we have so it's so weird because normally at this point on the road to WrestleMania we have such a clear picture of what is going to happen, and the easy picture is 
very cleanly, Roman versus Cody, and Cody wins, and we get that moment, and that still may be what happens. But what's interesting is that, to me, is I'm not locking that. I'm not locking that at all. And there's so many things to go. I think we're going to have a much better idea come Sunday morning of where we're going, but I love that we're actually entering Elimination Chamber where we're all sort of on the same page of like, okay, Roman's not dropping the titles, but that doesn't mean we know where this story is right. going. So with that being said, what is your lock for this match? For the card or for yeah. the match? For the Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn at Elimination Chamber. The lock is Roman Reigns walks out with the belts. Okay. I'm not going anything beyond that. I'm not saying he's winning clean. I'm not saying KO is showing up. I'm not saying Jay is showing up. I'm not saying Solo's showing up. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that no, whatever happens when we le- when we go off the air from Elimination Chamber, Roman Reigns is still your champion, however that means. My bold-ass prediction, my bat. Sami Zayn wins by DQ. I love that. Because it gives that. you, it gives, no matter what, you, you get the result you wanted. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn won. Holy shit, right? Sure. But someone's walking away with nuclear heat. Whether yeah. it's Jay or KO or Roman, there is going to be... Some nuclear heat. You're, you're going to get your, your, this is obviously the main event. You'll get your nuclear pop, like, for Sammy. And I, I hope he comes out to the, you know, his original theme. I think his hair's going to be cut. His beard's going to be cut. He's going to come out to shave, the... clean shave. He'll have yeah. the tights. He'll have the well, tights. Well, because he's even said... Uh, well, not dude, clean stop. shave. I I he'll still have the beard. But, yeah, but it'll be cleaned. You know, like, it'll be the... Well, like, it won't even, be scruffy. Yeah, because like, yeah. he even said on the awesome... I think it was the awesome podcast... Where he's like, I grew this hair and I grew this look out when I was being healed and I wanted to be disliked. Yeah. We're way past that. Right. So to me, clean cut, not clean shaven, but clean cut. He comes out with the tights. Tights. doing the like, ah, oh, dude, I can't. Like, I already got goose. Like, I can't. Gonna do his little ska yeah. dance. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you, get ready to ska dance. Get ready for trumpets. And I, you know what? I have Let's that go one shit. step further. I want a live fucking ska band playing Sammy out. I will wear, I'm, because I'm hoping that, you know, we'll be at Jorah's uh, for, on Saturday. I will wear my Your three. Your boy's got work. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. I, I will be repping. I, I do not fit a 3X shirt any longer. <laughs> I, I, we, we like a You're blanket. Swim in it. I will fucking, I am wearing my Sammy Zane shirt. I don't care. Um, Minnesota's up by 10. My <laughs> man. Let's go. Um, so yeah, that's my bold ass pick is Sami Zayn by DQ. And I would fucking love that. Regardless yeah. of what it means for Mania, I just would love that because I'm I'm not expecting it and I right. want it. And I right. and I still then it's not leaving me deflated. It's not leaving me feeling going like Vince Russo swore for no reason. Okay. Like it all still makes sense long term, right. but it gives you that Holy fucking shit. Just to hear, like we, and we all know, we're a smart audience now. We all know that a win by DQ does not give him the title. Yeah. But just to, and to see, because say what you want about Roman Reigns, his nonverbal um, promos, his right. facial expressions yeah. are spot on. And to hear, and to, I want to see Roman Reigns watch the announcer on the out, because he's on the outside of the ring. Yeah. And to hear the one, 
your winner by disqualification, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. Yeah. And he's got this face. And then and the announcer's yeah. immediately going to say, but still your champion, Roman Reigns. But you're going to see on Roman yeah. Reigns' face, he's not satisfied with that. Right. Roman Reigns is not going to be satisfied leaving there as the champion by DQ. Right. So it, it the, I love that idea because it, it satisfies everybody. Mm-hmm. It really does. And we're in a weird very unique position to do that. If Sami Zayn wins, count on it's bullshit. Count on it's never happened anymore. No. If Sami Zayn wins by DQ, whether it's because of Jay, whether it's because of Cody, whether it's because of KO, whether it's because of Sola, there's still a weird chance. I still, by the way, my bold ass prediction, not mm-hmm. for tonight, but here's my long term bold ass prediction. Okay. SummerSlam's happening in Detroit. We're there, dude. We're there. Oh, we're definitely there. There's like if you, I'm gonna uh, throw this out there, um, because Dinaj, you know, has been we've been talking about like he, I don't know if you're uh, the sweet, the sweet. I mean, can I tell you the only reason I don't like that at Ford Field, the sweets are only in the, the upper very bowl. Top. There's okay. no lower bowl suites. Interesting. I didn't know that. I've only honestly it's not like the palace. Field once. Yeah. Palace had lower bowl suites. Yes, if this were great. at the palace, great, you know. in a heartbeat. Okay. But I don't love the idea because at that point we're watching it on TV. Okay. So I don't know about that. Well, but We should definitely get a big group because there's yes. so many people that are interested. I've so. got Spencer who is there. Mm-hmm. at. He's already in. Okay. we got people that are already in. Right, it's going to happen. Deuce and Rob. Already Deuce, in. Rob, Dinesh, so, and he's yeah. got his, uh, his you know, uh, yeah. Marshall's. By the yeah, way, Sergio, yeah, shout yeah, out so. to Dinaj. Wish he could be here yeah, tonight. Yeah, always. But um, either way, it's going to happen. But I'm telling you what's going to happen at SummerSlam. Okay. Maybe not the main event, because I don't know if he's he's going to have the title or not. But at SummerSlam, we're going to see Roman Reigns versus Solo Sokoa. Ooh. And Solo Sokoa is going to be backed by Paul Heyman. Oh, and, shit. That and, is a bold-ass prediction. And All Roman right. Reigns is going to be babyface. Oh, wow. Wow. This man's coming in hot. Hot. This, well, look, I predicted when Roman Reigns first won the title, 2021, I'm like, by SummerSlam 2021, Roman Reigns is going to be babyface. <laughs> and here we are We're a cooking. year uh, and yeah. eight months later and it happened. So let's make another prediction and say that. But that's my bold-ass prediction. I love your bold-ass prediction. If if the, if I just get to hear your winner, Sami Zayn, even if he's yeah. not the champ, oh, what a moment that would be. Right. What a moment that would be. Or even worse, here you go. You get Roman... Roman, Roman's the one that hits Sammy with a chair. And oh, that's how desperation! Because he, he can't he beat him, right? He, but if he, that happens, you've got to have Sammy factored into the title at WrestleMania, whether it's triple fine, threat. But what other? And that's way not to, to say it can't happen, right? But but what other way to get Roman booed? Right. Obviously, sure. in Montreal, sure, and we still get what we want. Your winner yeah. by disqualification, Sami Zayn. Yeah, and, but here's what, and here's another way, and in Roman's waiting for it, but still champion, and he just that shit eating grin of his. Yeah, and then yeah. everyone's just booing him, and then and he you doesn't gotta, care, right? He doesn't care because yeah. he has the belt. And he, you know, but my only and I know, it's, and that's, it's, it's not to say it's not going to happen. But he—that's a chicken shit move. Uh huh. And he hasn't done. When he was first champ, he was doing that chicken shit right. stuff a lot, especially right. with the, Heyman he had the guys, you know, had uh, Jimmy and Jay do it. Yeah, yep. and Paul with the handcuffs, the debacle with KO at Royal Rumble, all that stuff. So he did that in the beginning, and that's what really got us to boo him in the beginning. He hasn't done that in a long time. It's not to say he's not going to, but it would be a swerve because he hasn't had to resort to those tactics in a long time. So it would be interesting to see if he has to go back to that. 
to defend the title because he hasn't had to do that in well over a year. Two years, yeah, since it's yeah, not okay. to say it's not going to happen. It just it would we haven't seen him have to win like that in a right. long time, and it would be fun. Yeah, but I think if it gets to that point, it's you got to have KO out and helping Sammy. You got to have a lot of neutralizers because right, he's only going to do that <coughs> if he can't win any other way. Right. That's not good. That's not how the match ends if it's a 10 minute match, which it's not going to be. No, it should. But be. that's the end of a 30 minute match. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, he this has should to go as long or as close to as one of the Elimination Chamber matches. I'm for a 45 minute match. They can yeah. throw it on. And you've got enough outside forces, especially if you bring Cody in. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff that can happen. We only have five matches announced so far. If they, even if they do a six, you know, that's what, a three hour show? Yeah. So. And it will be. It'll be about three hours. Um, and that's good. Um, before... I mean, it's still 30 minutes each match, so... Right. And obviously, Bobby is not going no, 30 minutes. No, that's going to so, be a 10-minute match. Yeah, you, cut, you, you throw each 10 minutes there to the Elimination Chamber match. Yep. right there for 40 for those. I think both. Edge and Beth versus Finn and Rhea could go close to 25. If they do... The intergender wrestle, if they allow yes. that. If yep. it's strictly women versus women, men... And Ray and you can have Ray and Dominic eat up five minutes yeah, themselves. Yeah, so twenty five is a sweet spot with that, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, forty for your eliminate, and then. Uh, and don't forget the you know the the pre match packages, yeah. all that stuff. Those yeah. are three to five minutes piece. And especially if they want to show you know bloodline stuff, and, sure. you know, a lot of history there. Yeah. How far back do you want to go? Right. So it's that's going to be a big tell too. If we go super far back of like Sammy joining and like I know I'm like, talking super far back <clears throat> as far as Roman and Jay originally gotcha. having beef when he was main event right, Jay. Right, right, right. If we go that far back, there's a very good chance we're going to see Jay do some shady shit. Yeah, it's going to be curious to see how that goes. Yeah, I'm there for it because definitely it's one of those like not very often when like. Yo, I, even though I'm going to be, you know, going to the movies tomorrow night and everything, it's like, I want to be checking in on SmackDown. Yeah. Like, hey, what the fuck yeah. happened? You yeah. know, what's going on? What's leading into uh, Elimination Chamber for me? I, as a rule, don't watch wrestling live because I hate mm. commercials. Fair. Yeah. I, I'm working fan. tomorrow morning. I have tomorrow night off. Uh, I might be watching SmackDown live. There you go. Which I can't tell you the last time I've done that. Uh, I did it a few weeks ago. Like, it's one of those when we talk about, like, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to, uh, Bloodline, you know, I want yeah. to see what's going on. So I've watched a few episodes. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. And it's been very, very fun to sort of think about this and fantasy book it and sort of imagine how we would like things to play out. And do you have anything else to say about Elimination Chamber? No, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's definitely one of the first times in a long time I can honestly say I'm looking to, forward to Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Same. You know, it's Last couple of years have been late. Last year was week yeah last year was weak as fuck yeah it's really filler you know it's one of them one of those like damn i didn't realize there was as much time in between mania and rumble right. you know do so you remember um, when they did roadblock uh, it sort yeah. of feels like it was like just call it roadblock yeah that's because like, it's just as weak I, I, I thought we were to the point where we were going to start getting away from you know obviously we got away from hell in a cell as being right. a, a pay-per-view right thought we were going to kind of usher away the same with elimination chamber maybe yeah. This would be but, it. And I, I'm fine. I like it for what it is right now. I like that it doesn't... Like, I hate... They, they've done it a couple times where the person that won the Rumble 
has to like keep their spot by winning the elimination chamber. Yeah. That's always been a weak ass storyline to me. Yeah. Or the titles on the line, but you've got a clear storyline with the Rumble winner and the current champ. Right. So you know the title's not going to change. It's very linear with that. You know, very linear. You know. This is nice because neither of the elimination chamber matches are super linear. You've got right. an undercard title, and anything can happen with an undercard yep. title. And you've got a number one contenders match, which I. Love the idea yeah. of the chamber being used for that. And you have multiple, with both matches, you have, you know, your underdogs, you have your return, you know, like, this is going to be my time. Yep. So, and then you have your clear cut, like, hey, this, if there's someone to be dethroned, this is the person to do it. Yep. So, you have options. So, instead of it being like, look, all right, we know how we're going to get to Mania. Well, sucks for you guys. Yeah. I could just uh, skip through this, this match because yeah. I'm not there live. You're actually tuning in for this. I'm curious. So, I'm super bummed. Yeah. I, I I normally like I said it's I normally take you know live event nights off so I can watch them. Yeah. And I didn't even bother to do it for this one because I thought it would just be another elimination chamber and why bother and why give up a Saturday night's worth of money. Yeah. But now I'm going shit. I kind of wish I had because I'm super pumped for it. My yeah. phone's gonna be off. Smart. Yeah. I'm going to be coming home. I'm going to be not doing shit till midnight so I can restart it from the beginning okay. and watch it. Y'all can talk in the, uh, the, in group the Facebook yeah. group chat all you want. I'm not going to be watching it. Uh, I mean, but hey, I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited. Right it's cool. It's yeah, cool. It's, it's a nice build. It's nice looking forward to... Because it, it will make me want to tune in on Monday. You right. know, like, you know, obviously, uh, Friday, you know, should be good. Saturday, very interesting. And then Monday, we'll be like, all right... Here we go. Let's yep. hit the ground running. Yep. So. Yep. It's exciting, and it's. I think that there's very few ways that it's going to finish and us be let down, and that's really nice. And to use that to pivot. Uh, yeah. The other thing that I wanted to talk about today, just because I'm I'm still in the afterglow of the Royal Rumble, <laughs> and I've been thinking a lot about Royal Rumbles. There are three Royal Rumbles that I thought were great Rumbles for what they are, but they screwed up the finish. And I just kind of want to take this opportunity to do my own little rebooking of three Royal Rumbles that happened in the past and how I would have liked to do them better. Uh, I sent you these notes. Yep, I, I got it that, right here, yep. actually. So it's uh, 1989, 1990, and 2022. Yep. So now 89 and 90, this was before the winner went on to WrestleMania. These were... The title was a... No, know, and nothing... To, yeah, yeah, nope. Yeah. Nothing to do with anything like that. They were just, they were exhibition matches, and obviously twenty twenty two is very no, different. You're way well versed in wrestling history, especially when it comes to you know before Attitude Era. I would say yeah. you know, you've watched a lot. More. Golden Era is Golden my... Era, like yeah. yeah, sweet spot. They had done like battle royals and like Royal sure. Rumble matches, just not called it like the Royal Rumble. They had right? done battle royals. Okay. And I am I'm speculating mm -hmm. that they had done house show Royal Rumbles leading up to 88. Okay. Um, just to test them and like, see. Yeah, does this madness actually work? Like, right. But it was a very unique concept. It originally was pitched by Pat Patterson as a reverse battle royal, which is not accurate. <laughs> um, and actually, at first, they were calling it the Rumble Royal, which, again, I because Battle Royal, so they changed it to Rumble Royal. But eventually, they landed on Royal Rumble, which I thought was the right phrase for it. If you're going to do it, you have to do Rumble Royale. 
if you right. do it that way. Right, like, which they weren't saying to do. Right. And there's actually, you can find on YouTube, like, clips of Gene Okerlund saying it. In three weeks, the 1988 Rumble Royal, and it just sounds weird. Um, but no, so from 80, 88 to 91, the Rumble was strictly an exhibition. Yeah. Um, most of the time, the WWF champion was in... Well, I can't say most of the time. In 89 and 90, the champ was in the Royal Rumble. In 88, Hacksaw Jim Duggan won it, and there was whatever, it was 20 people. 91, Hogan won it, it was super boring. But mm-hmm. in 89 and 90, it was very interesting because you had the world champ in in both times. You had Randy Savage, still as a babyface in 89. This was leading up to him versus Hulk Hogan uh, at WrestleMania 5. And then in 1990, you had Hulk Hogan as the champ being in it, and that was leading up to him versus Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 6. So for me, the first one, 88, it's whatever. To me, honestly, I don't care enough about it to try to rebook it. And it was fine the way it was. And people in, I think it was in like Halifax or something, and even though they're in Canada, they loved Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and they were chanting USA the whole time. It was very weird. But it was fine for what it was. 89 was very interesting to me because it was the first Royal Rumble to be on pay-per-view. And I think it gets overlooked a lot because it didn't necessarily have the flash or, you know, the stakes that future Royal Rumbles would have. But to me, it was a great Royal Rumble. It had great... It had great pacing in the beginning and the middle. I thought the end is where they really screwed up. In the end, they decided to give the victory to Big John Studd, who was a returning wrestler. He was a heel. He was coming back as a babyface. He was most known for feuding with Andre the Giant, and they had the $15,000 body slam match at the first uh, WrestleMania, and that was sort of the biggest thing that he did. And like I said, they give him the victory since he's the returning competitor, and they had big hopes for him, which is fine in theory, but the problem is, A, nobody in the moment gave a shit about Big John Studd winning because he was, yeah, he was returning as a babyface, but everyone in the audience knew him as a heel. And there was no lead up to the rumble of Big John Studd's back and now he's a babyface. It was all of a sudden, here's this guy and we're supposed to root for him. And then B, when he finally did win at the end, he didn't do shit with it after. He was gone five months later. He, it didn't lead to anything bigger. So to me, it was sort of a big waste of the first time you do this in a pay-per-view form. So, like I said, I thought the beginning and the middle were great. You started the match out with Axe and Smash, Demolition, Tag Team Champions drawing number one and number two. They have to fight each other. The crowd's super excited for it. The uh, the announcers are excited for it. It's great. You get Andre the Giant, who comes out at number three, and then all of a sudden you got, oh my God, everybody's got to compete against Andre. And whether there's three, four, or five, six guys in the ring, Andre's just throwing all of them off. It seems like it's impossible that any anybody is going to possibly eliminate him. Now we get to number seven, who's Jake the Snake Roberts. And this is all leading up to Andre versus Jake at WrestleMania 5. So Jake Roberts comes in at number seven. Andre's been there a little while. He's in there like two minutes. Andre throws him out. Very non-ceremonious. Few more people come in. Nobody of note at the time. Uh, Shawn Michaels, way before he was famous, before he went on to be anything at that point, he was just another person in a tag team. And then Jake Roberts finally comes out. Jake throws in Damien, his 20-foot-long, uh, I want to say it was a python, uh, 
came in, Andre, the the story is Andre's terrified of snakes. Yeah. yeah, terrified of snakes. So Andre eliminates himself. They get Jake out of there, whatever, and then we go on with the rumble as yeah. planned. Yeah. Here's... All right, so put a, put a pin in that, okay? Yep. That's what happens at that point. Rumble continues on until you get about to number 18. Randy Savage comes in at number 15. Hulk Hogan comes in at number 18. Mm. And at this point, they're still the Mega Powers. They're still together. But Randy Savage is the champion. We get to this moment, and it's very interesting because throughout it, until we get to this this big blow-off, Hulk Hogan is consistently saving Randy Savage when Randy Savage is in danger. Randy Savage never comes to Hulk Hogan's aid. And that's very interesting to note. But then we get to this point where Randy Savage and Bad News Brown are in a tussle by the ropes. Hogan dumps over Bad News, but in dumping over Bad News, Randy Savage goes with him. And they're the last two people in the ring besides Hogan. So Hogan dumps them out, and now there's nobody left in the ring. Like, it's like, it, I mean, Hogan hasn't won because right. there's still more people to come. Right, he's trying to explain to Randy, like, hey, this is what happened. Yeah, because yeah, Randy's, Randy's pissed. Right. Randy's pissed. He's like, dude, you just dumped me out. We're supposed to be, we're right. supposed to be tag partners. But right. throughout the match, he's not really acting like his partner because he's yeah. not saving Hogan. He's never, you know, it's almost, <clears throat> he's not actively trying to not help him. Right. But no. You know, you just know, you as a fan notice it. Yeah. But Hogan, you know, Randy, but <clears throat> just enough to where it's like, wait a minute, why is he not, you know, yeah. but Hogan's doing his part. Hogan's but, helping Randy. Why isn't yeah. Randy helping Hogan? But yeah, yeah, it's not like he's looking seeing Hogan in danger and ignoring it. Right. It's just he's off doing his own thing. Yeah. So we get this Miss Elizabeth runs down, she smooths things over in the moment. They shake hands. Randy Savage leaves yeah, like clean. Like yeah, reluctant, but he, Randy <laughs> you can even see Randy Savage mother goes, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I overreacted. Yeah. I'm sorry. Shakes his hand, he leaves. But that's the thing then too. He leaves and he leaves Hogan alone on his own. Hogan ends up getting eliminated rather unceremoniously by the Twin Towers, who are Akeem and Big Boss Man. And it does make sense because they were feuding the 88 uh, Survivor Series was uh, the Mega Powers and their team versus the Twin Towers and their team. So you have that history. It also led to the Saturday Night's main event where uh, it was a tag team match between the Mega Powers and the Twin Towers and... That's where you got the total blow-up of Savage and Hogan. So it did make sense, but I didn't like it because you get Hogan eliminated, all right? Okay. And then by that point, you have a bunch of upper-tier heels. You have the Twin Towers. You have DiBiase coming at 30. And then you have Big John Studd, who clears house, and he wins. But again, this is someone that... There's been no buildup for right. what we knew about him from the past was he was a heel. So from from the audience that's there, it's a heel beating a bunch of other heels. Right? Why is he suddenly the guy cleaning house? Cleaning house, yeah. And what I don't understand, and you're very rarely gonna have, very rarely gonna hear me say this, but why the hell, since we're building to this blow up of Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and this jealousy. That Randy Savage has of Hulk Hogan always stealing the spotlight, always hot dogging and grand sagging, right. and Ho- Hogan has to uh, pose at the end. Right. Even the tension with Miss Elizabeth and Hogan. Absolutely. And even better yet, if you have uh, Hogan elim- accidentally eliminate Randy, uh, Savage, and like you say, you have Miss Elizabeth finally come back. She comes back out, 
and she's explaining to Randy, you know, no, you know, it was, or, you know, telling him it was a snake. And she starts walking with uh, Randy to go to the back. And then she's like, you know what, but I'm going to stay out here with Hogan because he's still wrestling. And Randy's just like. Yeah, it, that would have been great. It kind of starts re- turning that wheel too. Like, what do you mean you're going to say, you know, he's just I like, thought you know you're my woman. Right. Yeah. You know, but she's yeah. like, oh, but you guys are taking, you know, he needs somebody like you, you know, you're and her, you're you go to the back. And you're you know, out. He's right. Not. You're out. You got to go back. So you go get, to, you know, you go get bandaged up. I'll make sure. And it's just one of those, like, just another turning of the screw of you're just like, I actually love that. That's not even something I thought of. Yeah. So I would have had Hogan win in the end. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of Elizabeth staying out there right. with him and even celebrating with him. Savage does not come out and no. celebrate right. with him because he's not happy about this. Right. You can even use, you know, Miss Elizabeth and Hogan separately. Not together, but separately. Like, hey, but why didn't you come back? You know, you. Mm-hmm. And then it could just be more of that, you know, turning on Randy of just like. Now I got both of you coming at me separately, you know, just absolutely oh, great. Absolutely. But a big point to what I want to do with this is it can't ultimately affect what happens long term. Right. Because that's... then we're rebooking everything. Yeah. So if we do that, which I love, I love that idea of Hogan winning, Elizabeth staying out there with him, he overcomes the odds, he eliminates the Twin Towers, he eliminates CBS, he gets the pose in the end, it's all good. So then what do we do with Big John Studd? All right, let's yep. go back. Yep. I love Andre coming in at three. I love Roberts coming in and getting eliminated early. What I would have done is have Big John Studd come in around number nine or ten because... Roberts was in at seven, out by eight. Studs in the ring. Shows that you they really, you know, learned that oh, they had to change they were, the oh, pacing yeah. and the, you know, oh, like, yeah. whoa, it why was... would you have someone come in, you know? Yeah. No, they were they <laughs> Growing were pains, right? Yep. Yeah, growing pains. Have Stud in the ring. Have Jake come out with the snake. Throw Damien in. But instead of Andre just eliminating himself, mm-hmm. have Andre run to the other side of the ring yeah, because he's scared. And he can even push a person or two over while he's doing like, it. Oh god, just you know, get yeah, out of he's my way! Andre the fucking giant, so yeah. he's big enough to just push a person, you know, like a squash person, you know. Yeah. Oh god, you know, because Shawn he's Michaels. scared. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And you know, he they can sell the you know fling over the rope. All right, boom. Yeah, great, nice little comedy moment, and it saves your big giant fucking. You and know. it saves your giant, gives him a few more eliminations yeah. before he goes. You because get... that's, I'm sorry, that is something that uh, a record that should have been Andre the Giants, you know, holding the longest if they were smart about it. Yeah, most eliminations. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He should have been the first one with like eight eliminations. Yeah, in a and he like, never was. Right, so missed opportunity. Yeah, he you was know? in '89 and '90, and he did very little. And I understand that he was his health was in bad shape and all that stuff. Like, I get it. But, like, they they did it, especially with 90. Mm-hmm. They did a great job of even, like, I mean, he's got to hold on to the ropes almost the whole time because he can barely just even stand yeah. on his own. But they still do a great job of making him look super menacing. So I love that idea. Throw, da- Jake comes back. He's been eliminated. He throws Damien in. Andre freaks out. Andre's just throwing out for lack of a better term, jobbers, <laughs> saying, get out of my way because i yeah. got to get away. But he doesn't eliminate himself. Instead... You have Big John Studd, this guy who's returning, who we're, yeah. we're trying to get people to root for. Need every reason to why this is going to ultimately pay off with him winning. Exactly. Have John Studd eliminate Andre. It take gives advantage him, of the situation. Take advantage of the situation. Gives him revenge from WrestleMania 1 when he mm. was a heel. Now he's the face. Andre's the heel. He gets to eliminate Andre. 
we're still in the era, and it still is to this day, where for some reason illuminated people can cause the elimination of others, which I hate. Yeah. But, but that's a long-standing thing, so it is what it is. Have Andre come back in, eliminate Stud. You make Stud look really good by eliminating Andre first. Yeah. You protect Andre by letting him eliminate Stud. This is all leading to a WrestleMania five match where it's Jake Roberts versus Andre with John Stud as the special guest referee. Okay. None of that has to change. You yeah, protect it gives your guy returning a reason to be there. Yeah. You protect yeah. all of your people. You still get to where you're going, but you also get to to me give a hell of a lot more story behind your bigger picture which is Hogan and well, Savage. Tell, yeah. Instead of it just being this thing that happens in the later in the third yeah. of the thing, it just to me it was a wasted opportunity and it's I, I think mean, if Hogan wins that it goes down as a much more significant Royal Rumble. Yeah. Not only that, you knew you were going to use the Damien spot. Right. So why not use it in a more valued way other than yes, you knew it was going to be Damien scares Andre. Yeah. But why do it right after Jake had entered and been Immediately eliminated? Immediately after. Because you've like, all right, we have to do this spot. Like, it just seems, one, like they were booking it on the fly, maybe. Or as they went, like something wasn't ready. I don't know. But yeah, that would be great. Especially if you feel you have to do it right away. Or even a few spots later, it makes sense, right? Because yep. Jake's like, all right, well, I'm going to go get Damien. Like, yep. that's, you know, I got to go get the big guy. Yeah. And I'm going to take out the big, you know, so... That alone just improves quality of life, right? Yeah. But then to have, you know, Andre actually, you know, eliminate one or two people with it, it's believable. And again, it you, Andre doesn't have to work more because all he has to do is, is, you know, like you say, he can even do it against the ropes. Sure, you know, yeah, like he yeah, pushes yeah, yeah, someone yeah. and yeah. he's still holding that. You know, yeah, it's just... It, it's, yeah, he doesn't have to become Superman. No, 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 no. And, and along the way, he doesn't have to throw anyone, you know, over the top himself. But it's just... One that I'm sure they look back at themselves and see that they can make so many different... And have, right? Oh, absolutely. I so. think it was definitely like they had these few spots. They had, let's have Axe and Smash start. Great. Yeah, great, right, right. Let's have the Andre Jake Roberts moment. Okay, cool. Makes let's sense. have Right. Let's have Hogan and Savage and do this blow up. Yeah. And then let's have DiBiase buying his spot, which is a fun thing that they were doing in the back. DiBiase bought his way to number 30. Right. Very fun. Makes sense, given the character. Given the given, character. You know, everything. But I feel like it was one of those things where, like, instead of it having being in by seven, done by ten, you could have had it in by seven, done by, like, twelve, thirteen. Then you have then you bring in Savage at 15, you bring Hogan in at 18, and instead of that thing being done by 21 or 22, have that moment happen at, like, 24, 25... And then have 25 through 30 be mainly heels. Put in Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake because that's Hogan's boy. Yeah. But ultimately then you get the the last chapter, the, the the finish, the act three of that being Hogan overcoming the odds. Which you've done a million times and it's 1989. It works. It yeah. still works. People want it. To me, you squash that and then you're left. Once Hogan's gone at like 23, 24... The rest of that rumble is flat as fuck. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. Why do I care about Rick Martel and Akeem and the Barbarian, who's my boy, but right, yeah, yeah. but he's a dude in a tag team. 
Brutus Beefcake, the Red Rooster. The Red, Red Rooster, Rooster was like in the final five. Dude, the fact that I remember Red Rooster, it almost feels like a fucking fever dream because <laughs> I remember, no, dude, I've said this on the pod before. Like, I remember being in my grandma and my grandpa's like side room in their house in Harper Woods and just watching a tape that was like my, my grandma, you know, my grandma's uh, mom's like wrestling tape. And yeah. like, it was just the old school WCW or whatever, like, it, or it was like the blue ring yeah but like red rooster was in like dusty roads yeah like old school like but for fucking whatever reason there was a dude called red fucking rooster, rooster. and like that's Sticks one of my out. first wrestling memories like yeah. you just watch, being there watching that tape because it was like one of the only ones she had yeah you know but it was just like it feels like a fucking feeder dream. <laughs> that, like that would be one of the characters that's like a yeah. video game like cheap oh cheesy, yeah some of the, yeah know, the bad Local wrestler yes. in, the, in your for your in your video game. Yes, you know? yes, yes, absolutely. So, oh my god, too. Yeah, funny. It's a, it was a thing, man. It was, man. It was, but yeah. So that that's I thought it was something that again they had a lot of smart ideas. I just wish they executed a little bit differently. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, that leads me right into the next year, nineteen ninety Royal Rumble. It's one of my absolute favorite Royal Rumbles. To me, it is by far the best of the no-stakes Rumbles, which right. I guess that was between 88 and 91. 92 was for the championship. 93, up until now, has always been for a title match at WrestleMania. Right. And to me, it begins perfectly, because it begins with, and I'm going to be saying perfect a lot, <laughs> um, Ted DiBiase, who bought his way to number 30 in right. 1989. Now he's not allowed to buy his way <laughs> to number 30. He has to draw his own number and he draws number, number one. one. Like, how, like, what are the odds, right? Poetic justice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and the people go fucking... Because this is still in a day and time where the thing that happened a year ago isn't ancient history. It's not forgotten. Like, yeah, At you're not all. meant to forget about it. You know? Rick Martel, this is what the, the example I always give. Rick Martel and Tito Santana split up in March of 1989. Okay. At the Royal Rumble in 1993... When they both got in the ring together, uh-huh. they immediately started attacking each other yeah. as if it was July it was, it was of 1989. On. Like, it was still on site. Like, fuck it, let's go. There was it. still, it was that level. So, like, those storylines continued. So, having yeah. DiBiase be, 80, be number 30 in 89 and number 1 in 90 is brilliant. And he gets to eliminate a couple people early. It's really good. Uh, the beginning's hot. They front load it. You get Jake Roberts there again in the beginning. You get Randy Savage there again in the beginning. And you get Dusty Rhodes. And we're leading to Dusty Rhodes and Randy Savage at WrestleMania 6. Yeah. But the first problem that I have with this is Randy Savage comes in, I want to say at number 4 or number 5, and he's like out by number 10. And you've, it's Randy Savage. Like, it's one of the biggest names that you have. To me... I'm all for Dusty Rhodes eliminating him. Why yeah. couldn't Dusty Rhodes eliminate him at like 15 or 18, a little bit longer? Yeah. To me, all you did was like waste an extra 15 minutes of Randy Savage. They did not know their pacing, you know, for Again, their stars at the time. It, it goes like back to pacing. Growing pains, just one of those like damn, it, you know. Yeah, and it was great for it was the front. It was front loaded with moments. Yeah, they learned that's one thing they knew. Like, okay, wait, hey, yeah. like like you said with the Axe and Smash moment for previous year. All right, hey, let's you know we have to keep that. We have to keep that momentum. Yep. But then they learned, oh shit. You need momentum in the middle as well. Right. You know, you can't just and peter this, out. Yeah, and this uh, this pay-per-view, to me, this match suffers from that the same way that 89 did, uh, where they had, a great mom- they had great moments in the beginning, 
and then they had good moments in the last third but that middle section really suffers you did have things like um you had earthquake coming in and you, it was very obvious they wanted earthquake to be the new andre in the sense of like the big man big, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he eliminated dusty Rhodes. he eliminated axe he eliminated big dudes it took six people to eliminate him so it made him look really strong yep. in that sense then you get to this great moment of hogan and warrior alone yeah. in the ring just like you had hogan and savage <laughs> Alone in the ring. They went nuts for Hogan and Savage. They went nuts for Hogan and Warrior. They feuded out. They don't get an immediate resolution. A few more people come in. And then all of a sudden you have a callback to 89. Where Hogan is supposedly trying to eliminate, I want to say... Oh, God, I I can't even say with accuracy who he's trying to eliminate. But Uh, he ends up eliminating that person and Ultimate Warrior. So you get that sort of thing. And again, it's like... Did he really accidentally do it? Or is he really this selfish piece of shit that some of us have seen from all along? <laughs> but it works out. It works great. And then you get you got Hogan kind of riding it till the end. The problem here is you have Mr. Perfect coming at number 30. Yeah. Up until this point, Mr. Perfect, he's never lost a singles Again, match. perfect number, right? Perfect number. He pulled it right out and he didn't have to buy it. Yeah. He didn't yeah. cheat his way to it. He pulled it out. Why? Because he's fucking perfect. And that's what he does. What other number would he draw? He draws number 30, the perfect number. He comes in, and less than four minutes later, the match is over. Hulk Hogan's (laughs) won by last eliminating perfect. And the biggest problem that I have with this is... All right, so in a dream world, Saturday Night's main event was the essentially like a clash of the champions or like later would be in your house. The Mm. sort of like big marquee cards that were in between pay-per-views. Yeah. Now, there was no Saturday night's main event in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, which is not their fault. It has to do with Saturday Night Live and NBC programming. It's beyond their control. Yeah, but they're gonna, money talks, right? Money you're talks. Going, you're going where the money is. And as good as hot as WWE was in 1990... Saturday Night Live was king at that time. Still Saturday Night Live, exactly. So they had one right before. They had one in the tail end of December. Or uh, actually, it was the beginning of January Hmm. of 1990. And you had Hogan and Warrior defeat Mr. Perfect and the Genius, who is his right-hand man. Makes total sense. There's no reason why Perfect and Genius should beat them. But it still maintains Perfect... Perfect's record of never losing in a singles match. Right, right. Then... No, he probably... I'm assuming he never... He didn't eat the pin in that tag match. No, Genius did. Yeah. Of course. And actually, I think it was Warrior pinning Genius. Makes sense. Because they were still... They were trying to build Warrior up for... Yeah, it was very... Like, protected was protected back then. Totally. Totally protected. And then you had Saturday Night's main event that happened after WrestleMania. So Hogan already drops his title... And he gets the win over Perfect one-on-one. I've got no problem with that either. My problem... I do, because fuck Hulk Hogan. Well, yes. Right. <laughs> fuck Hulk Hogan. And yeah, and that is... We're holding on. All right. uh, that All is right. my problem with that. But the the bigger issue is in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, you're trying to sell tickets to house shows. Yeah. And what's headlining this is Hulk Hogan versus Mr. Perfect. Now, to me, if I'm trying to sell tickets for a title match that seems like a foregone conclusion anyway, given that you're leading to Hogan and Warrior, right? I'm doing everything that I can to give you any reason to believe 
that maybe Hogan will lose. Maybe yeah. this is the person he that'll finally beat yeah. that he's beatable. Yeah. Why on earth would you not take an opportunity like well, the Why is this guy Mr. Perf- called Mr. Perfect in the first place if he can't beat someone like Hulk Hogan? When he has the odds in his favor, he drew the last number. Yeah. He's got the genius on the outside. They've been fucking Hogan's with Hogan. Hogan's been in the match long, you know, longer. Longer. So he he be... came in, I want to say, at 23. Okay, so yeah. he'd been in there for 14, 15 minutes right. before Perfect even gets there. there. To me, there's no reason why you can't have the genius distract Hogan... Perfect maybe gets Genius's scroll, mm. hits Hogan, whatever. Make it as cheap and as bullshit yeah. as possible. He had a plan all along. right? Because like, he's outsmarted him. Right. If you do that, you give Mr. Perfect the win, which you've got Hogan losing at WrestleMania to Warrior anyway. Right. So it's not like we're killing his momentum. Yeah. He's losing at Mania anyway. Give this, the, give this a victory for Perfect. It makes Perfect's... Perfect record, stay intact. It gives you a reason, whether you're in Nova Scotia or New Mexico or New Jersey, to buy a ticket between there to go, maybe it'll be perfect in Warrior. Yeah. Maybe Perfect's going to beat Hogan tonight in front of 13,000 people in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Give me a reason to go. Why on earth would I buy a ticket to see Hulk Hogan versus Mr. Perfect when Hulk Hogan has beat Mr. Perfect in a tag match. He eliminated mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect at the Royal Rumble when he... The odds were in Perfect's favor, you know, like favorably. And we're, and we're clearly leading to Hogan versus Warrior. I have zero reason to buy that ticket and believe that maybe, just maybe, tonight will be the night that Hogan will be dethroned. To me, you killed three months of house show sales. You totally derailed Perfect's um, momentum, which, by the way, he lost to Bruce the fucking barber at that year's WrestleMania, which would have also been way more shocking if he wasn't already defeated by Hogan, which, by the way, he gets eliminated in the Royal Rumble by being thrown into the corner. He hits his head on the ring post and falls over. WrestleMania comes. Bruce Burr Beefcake <coughs> slingshots him into the corner. He hits his head on the ring post Concussion. and gets pinned that way. Oh, so, like, God. they fucking ran the same thing back. <coughs> Come on. You save that finish, because now we're seeing this finish for the second time. Right. You save the finish. You save the shock moment of per- Perfect getting his first... Because it gives Brutus actual credibility. Right. Instead yeah. of just, an, oh, this is what Hogan did three months earlier. Yeah. They It, they, it was great up until then. And, yeah. it's, and it's a great rumble. I'm not shitting on the rumble itself. They learned a lot from 89. But they didn't learn enough. They did not learn enough. Yeah. They did not learn enough. So that, to me, was just a heartbreaker. Okay. But I do still want to say that if you're watching this, and I know I've given away the finish, but if you, everyone talks about 1992 for good reason. But to me, between like 88 and 90, call it 94, because mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels wins 95, and it's a great moment. But between 88... Yeah, you have a Shawn Michaels shirt on, I am wearing a Shawn Michaels shirt. <laughs> uh, between 88 and 94, to me, it's 1992, Ric Flair, of course, is number one. But to me, 1990 is number two. And if mm. Mr. Perfect wins that, I could make a solid argument for, be, for it being even better. it makes so much sense. It know? makes... So much sense. Oh, we are sweating this. Okay. Um, I mean, this one seems like it's a little bit quicker. It's yeah, it's quicker. It's quick. we're going, we're going. Um, so now we've got uh, the last one that I want to talk about. Way more recently, the twenty twenty two Royal Rumble. Yeah, thirty year jump. That's all. That's it. That's it. Just a, you know, like just a thirty two year, like... year jump. Everything was 
was great in yeah. between that. No, not, no. Nothing but, to complain uh, <laughs> about. Nothing at all. <laughs> not a single complaint. No, of course there were things to complain about. Tired of living these catastrophic life events. <laughs> exactly. Um, but so 2022, it's it's a good rumble. This one to me is a little bit trickier to rebook only because we do have to factor in the winner going to WrestleMania. Yeah. 88 yeah. and 89 didn't matter. So now I want to rebook this with the thought that the winner still has to go to WrestleMania. Okay. 2022, Brock Lesnar wins it. He wins it coming in at number 30. He's technically a surprise entrant. He lost to Bobby Lashley earlier in the night <laughs> to lose his title. He then wins this, and then we flash forward. He then beats everybody <laughs> in the Elimination Chamber to get the title back. Bobby Lashley technically never even enters it. It was a schmaz of a finish. As soon as number 30 hit, we were in Jorah's basement. The whole, like, the air got let out of the sails. It yeah. was just like, oh, fuck, really? And as soon as you hear that music, you know what's going to happen. It just, it didn't make sense to me. And why I, why it bothered me is not just because it was Brock, but because it was a surprise that wasn't a surprise. Because leading into it, you looked at it, nobody that was announced for the Rumble had any real sort of momentum yes. going. So you're going, the winner of this has to be a surprise. Right. It's got to be a big, holy shit thing. <laughs> and then for us to have those expectations, and then for it to be Brock Lesnar? Right, like, oh shit, it, you know. Who, again, lost earlier in the night. I'm just, why? I don't know. I'm, I wasn't a fan. Talk about not learning, or, you know, just not knowing what to do at the moment. So Right. Sloppy booking. This is, I you know... It was sort of the end of the McMahon <laughs> yeah, right. era. Yeah. Uh, this is the end of that. But uh, so what I would have done personally, if we have to have a surprise entrant win, I'm fine with Brock Lesnar coming in at number 30. But what I would do personally mm-hmm. is I would have uh, Bobby Lashley come in, have Bobby Lashley win this. Now he's defeated Brock Lesnar twice Okay. In the same night, which is just going to piss off Brock Lesnar, you can still have Brock Lesnar go to the Elimination Chamber, get his revenge on Bobby Lashley, but now Bobby Lashley's already earned his way into the main event of WrestleMania by winning the Royal Rumble. Right. You got Brock Lesnar as one champion, you got Roman Reigns as the other champion. You still do winner-take-all title, but instead of it being Roman versus Brock one-on-one, you've got Roman versus Brock versus Bobby. Okay. And let's not forget 2021 Royal Rumble was Roman stacking, or 2021 WrestleMania was Roman stacking Edge and Daniel Bryan. I'd have 2022 end with Roman stacking Brock and Bobby. Too much bigger guys gives him that major, uh, you know, sign of victory over the end. Sorry, hold on. And to me, you're still where you're at ultimately with Roman Reigns holding all the titles and unifying the belts. But I think it's a much more interesting way to go. And then that way we avoid a having to have Brock Lesnar win that yeah. rumble. And then B you go, okay, well if Bobby Lashley's in, cause he wasn't in the rumble. Right. If Bobby Lashley's in the rumble, whose place would he take? Fucking Shane McMahon. That's really, yeah. The- <laughs> Plus I saw that cause in the, in the email that you sent me, like, it's the very last line. Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon's name is, like, the bold. That's the only bold, bold like, full bold wording in this whole email. <laughs> yeah. So my first one was, like, wait, you're going to have Shane McMahon win the Rumble? Like, what uh... the fuck, Mike? Like, but then I actually read it, and I'm like, 
Oh, okay. This makes way more sense. So yeah, yeah, yep. So <laughs> yeah, you could avoid that catastrophe and ultimately. Yeah, I had erased that part from my mind prior to reading this email too. I'm like, fuck. Shane was in this catastrophe, wasn't he? Yep. Like, I remember being how. You you mentioned how pissed people were about Brock, you know, for like the you know like the just letting of air out is like Shane was in this thing, yeah, you know, like what the fuck? That was ugly because remember that's the one that by the end we were going all right. I guess I'm rooting for Bad Bunny. Yeah, right. Like holy shit. Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't in. The 2023 Rumble. Me too. I guess maybe he's just doing his own thing. I or, mean, hey, good you know, for him. But can't, can't run it back every year. I that's guess that's true. And it's just, but it's odd that I'm looking for the next appearance in a way. Yep. I mean, but it shows that he did a good job with you know his skill set and everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Hitting Canadian destroyers on the outside of the ring. Dude, <laughs> fucking killed it, killed it. But yeah, so those are just three little uh, little uh, rebooks that I would do yeah. if I was in charge. I of dig it. it. I dig it. But yeah, just a fun thing to do. Something I've been thinking about since we're at the tail end of the Royal Rumble season. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, this Saturday should be really exciting with the Elimination Chamber. I'm looking forward to it. Got a belt Straps to defend. On the line. On the yeah. Strap right there. I'll be. Uh, it's been a minute. Is it like what three years? I think it was. George. It was like uh, Philly takeover. The, was that the last time? The last time I had it. Yeah. Oh, so been it's a been a minute. Been a minute. So. Well, enjoy it now. Um, I won't be there to take it from you, but uh, right. <laughs> unless I can call my picks in, which I'll uh, try we'll to do. We'll figure it out. I we'll mean, figure it out. We always do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anything else you want to drop on? A little no, I'm, we're pretty good, man. Uh, just. Again, thank everyone. Appreciate for everyone for listening. You always appreciate feedback and you know comments and everything. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And a uh, shout out to Seth, who's going to be yeah. at, at the uh, elimination chamber. He's going to have a awesome. great time. Yep, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, let I, us know how the atmosphere is. Oh my god, I want to know like if it's like that goosebump, you know, deafening pop that I remember for, you know, Shane and for the Liv Morgan cash-in. I'm sure it's going to be insane. Yeah, I mean, the shit thing, the Liv cash-in was nowhere, I want to say nowhere near as big as the Shane, yeah. but you were there for the Dean Ambrose one, right? Like, yeah, that, and that was, was huge. That was huge, yeah. So oh, that was bigger than Liv. Bigger, yeah, I can oh, imagine, yeah. but like that's like the barometer I'm using, yeah, you know, absolutely. like how loud it was. So it's I got to imagine yeah. it's going to be... It's gonna be a huge pop. Here's the thing: they're amazing. not gonna need the pipe and the the, the crowd noise for this. I and would I'll hope be, not. I'll be pissed if they do. It'll be insulting. I just want to hear it. You know. Yeah, just, just let it auto. Like I, it's at the what the Montreal Four or was it? Like, I can't tell you, but I know yeah. it's in Montreal. But it, I would just let the acoustics do their thing. Yeah, you know? and they will, and yeah. they will. All right. Well, thanks everyone again. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you for all your support. If for some reason you haven't already, hit the like, hit the yep. subscribe, share this out. Let all your wrestling fans know, all your friends know uh, that we're here, and we love uh, interacting with all of you. So hit us up on Facebook at Switch and Musings. Until next time, I'm Mike. He's Luke. Hey Johnny, hit that music. All right.